I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Joe Watling. Good morning, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. We are going to go straight into our Bible passage today. Yesterday, we were instructed by Paul to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. And today, as Paul is coming to the end of his first letter to the Thessalonian church, he continues to give some very important instructions in just one or two lines. So in verse 19, he says, Do not quench the Spirit. We always have a choice. Every day we can choose to yield to the Spirit's purifying work in our lives and to willingly submit to his refining fire, cleansing our hearts. Or we can quench this glorious work that he seeks to carry out in each of our lives and live a sort of defeated Christian life instead. Of course, we all want to yield to the Holy Spirit, but it is good to remind ourselves that this is a daily choice. In the same way that yesterday we decided to choose to rejoice always and to pray continually and to give thanks in all circumstances. So today we should make that choice. We should agree together not to quench the purifying work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But let's surrender in humility of heart and permit him to guide us today. And down to verse 20. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. So what is prophecy and what is its purpose? A simple definition of prophecy is a message from God to his people, spoken by a person, typically called a prophet, although we don't tend to use that word so much today. In 2 Peter 1 verse 21, it gives us a little bit more insight on prophecy. It says this, For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. A prophecy, therefore, is a gift given by the Holy Spirit for the edification of the church. And the purpose is often to reveal the heart of God and draw us closer to him. At the Church Weekend Away, Jago reminded us of a prophecy about HTC four years ago, that HTC would be an ice-breaking ship in Southwark Diocese breaking through areas which had been frozen and hard. The same word was given by four different people and it has been a a great encouragement to Jago and to the rest of us as he has led HTC through some tough seasons. In the Old Testament, prophecies were taken very seriously. God, in fact, even used this gift to give indications of the coming saviour, his son Jesus, to save the world from sin. In our passage today, when we hear Paul's tone of voice coming through and the choice of words regarding prophecy, we get a feeling that somehow this church, this Thessalonian church, wasn't taking words and prophecy seriously. Often, and in many churches, we are wary of the gift of prophecy. We want to be careful about how these gifts are used within the church and make sure they are used in a way that glorifies God and not people. And also, we want to protect our churches and our congregations from being exploited by some who use these gifts without the right awareness. 
We are all human and the gift of prophecy is a big responsibility and must be exercised wisely and with accountability. As I was reading some commentaries on the book of Thessalonians and particularly on this letter, I came across three ways we can test prophecies. We can test prophecies against the word of God. We should ask ourselves, is this, pro- is this word or prophecy in harmony with scripture? A prophecy you receive from the Holy Spirit for another person or a prophecy you receive from another person for yourself will never contradict the word of God. And the second test is to test whether the prophecy points your heart to Jesus. The ultimate goal of every Christian is to know Jesus. Jesus is the ultimate reward we are aiming for. It's therefore wise to test whether the prophecy we receive from the Holy Spirit for another person or the prophecy or word we've received from another person for ourselves is pointing your heart back to Jesus and particularly to his saving grace. And the third test is to test prophecies against a consistent moral conduct. What do we mean by this? It says in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Matthew 7, verse 15 to 17 says this in the same theme, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, clothing but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Is this person, the person delivering the prophecy, living a good and godly life? Is their message consistent with that? Do they live a life glorifying to God? Are they in submission to the authority of God's word? Are they committed to a church and to church leadership? Can you see that they are producing good fruit? What is the good fruit? Love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. When we pray for people... It's so tempting to start thinking about our own answers to prayers and to problems and issues. We are reminded, aren't we, of our own favourite Bible verses that have carried us. But these, although they are powerful and relevant to us, we need to listen for God's words and thoughts. This is a real discipline to get out of the way so that God can speak through us. It's another reason we need to stay grounded in prayer and grounded in the word and not quench the Holy Spirit. God provides leaders and pastors to help guard our hearts against wrong doctrines and against false prophets. We should be able to trust that the church leadership that God has put over us will be able to discern which prophecies and words are actually coming from God for the purpose of building his church. Prophecy and words of knowledge are not to be feared. Perfect love casts out fears. If we love God with all of our heart, soul, mind and strength, he will be able to speak through us, to edify others and to edify his church. Thank you for listening to HTC Daily.